Whoa! Well, welcome to the Fling Show. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. How you doing, Mr. Himmeline? I'm doing fine. Doing good. How's it going? It's, it is just awesome. After this weekend, I'm finally a little regenerated. I got to sleep a little bit. Yeah. Lots of golf. Uh, watched a lot of golf. I think that's the most I've watched um, live, maybe in my life. <laughs> and then I went and got the USDGC package, mm -hmm. and I was watching that leading up to the match uh, on Sunday. And I got to the man. What a great battle that was! And I know the YouTube stuff's not out yet, but check out the USDGC. It's epic. Um, I've I've watched it as much as you can on the coverage through the years, and. This was hands down the best viewing experience I've ever seen. It was amazing. They had they had a live drone. Um, they, I mean, the segways were perfect. Great coverage from Central Coast. Uh, really good stuff. But so yeah, I kind of OD'd on watching golf. But we watched some great golf with the Rec Division and uh, getting to hang out with Travis and all those guys. And Jordan met him the first time we really hung out. And so we got to see Jordan. Uh, do his thing and, and took down the rec division. We're going to have him on tonight. Uh, and then Meredith's going to cover somebody that I'm excited to get to know. Um, she took down the JBO this weekend, and uh, Meredith's going to talk to Chrissy Fountain. Awesome. Yes, we have Chrissy Fountain here, our champion. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Um, but, you know, I've been noticing we've kind of battled back and forth within our time together, but I noticed that you love it up with your touring van. And with that said, what have what have you been uh, going out to experience? You're on tour now. Um, not no, not officially, unfortunately yet. Um, you know, whenever COVID became a thing, um, it gave me the opportunity to just kind of step away for a little bit. I was kind of in a little bit of a slump um, towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And so whenever COVID hit, I stepped away, we bought the van, um, we got right to work on it. And um, it was just a really good, uh, just a mental break for me for from disc golf. And um, so when tournaments started back up, I, uh, you know, I made my schedule and I just kind of tried to go into it with a different mindset and um, it's been really good. It's been really fun and going to Jonesboro and competing with all of those ladies, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, I guess, proven to me that, you know, I can compete and so it makes me excited for what the future holds because I do want a tour. That's the goal. Um, that's why we bought the van and that's why we're working on this. Um, and so, you know, I, I think probably what I might try to do is just get my feet wet maybe you know try four weeks or six weeks and you know do a little like mini tour I guess um and see how it goes and just go from there yeah. awesome yeah seeing you slay that course with that 400 plus flick in the wind it was beautiful it was beautiful so um yeah it was great to experience that and I'm so proud of you. I really, really am. I was so excited to compete against you, and I had high hopes. But um, either way, <laughs> you like, uh, it was beautiful. So no, I it was a, it was a great battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Heather did amazing as well. So it's really cool. And she came six and a half hours down to compete with us. So, and I know you came. You had about half of that of a drive to compete. So thank y'all for coming down to Houston. Yeah, it's a pleasure. My parents live in Alvin. Um, and so it's like a double bonus for me. I get to come down and visit my folks and play disc golf. And I just try to come down to Houston anytime 
that I can. Um, it's a really good change of scenery for us because we play a lot of disc golf in Austin and don't get me wrong. I love the Austin disc golf community to death. Um, but anytime that you can, you know, change up your scenery and change up your competition, I think it's always really good, which is why I was really excited to be playing Jonesboro. I was kind of bummed out that it was the same weekend as Texas States whenever I found that out. Um, but I was committed. I was like, no, we're going to go to Jonesboro. It's going to be good. And you know, it was really good getting to play against different people. Um, I got to play on a card with Missy Gannon and Vanessa Van Dyken. And I mean, those are people who I like look up to, <laughs> you know, and, and I watch them on the TV and I'm like, man, they're good. And so um, to be playing against, you know, different ladies of that caliber was just such an honor. Um, there was one time in specific, specifically where there's this hole that you have to clear like 150 feet of land and then another 150 feet of water and there's this like really tiny island that you hit and if you land anywhere outside of the island you have to go to a drop zone and I was bottom of the box and so I see you know Emily Beach who's another lefty she just like crushes this lefty backhand she's parked and then I see Missy Gannon throw and she's parked and then I see Vanessa same thing and I'm like oh my gosh like I like I can't let up this is insane these girls are so good so I just had to keep telling myself like I can do this I've made this shot you can do this don't be intimidated um and I just went out there and I got a birdie on it so you know it's, it's little things like that that um that just help keep me in the right you know frame of mind um yeah yeah Kimmy here has a question for you yeah I sure. personally First of all, congratulations on your play out there at Jonesboro and in JBO. It's exciting, and uh, it's really cool to see uh, happening right here close to us. I was just looking at your your PDGA uh, profile. It says Mainer, which happens to be like one of my favorite places in the world to play disc golf. Mainer, yep. Love that course. And yep. uh, so, how, do you play there? Or, I mean, I know it's pretty rugged. I can't say that Maynard is my home course, <laughs> even though yeah. I live in Maynard. Um, uh, we do play it mostly in the months um, between November and March because that's whenever it's the friendliest. Um, but it's a, it's a great course. And the weekend before Jonesboro, there was actually a big tournament out there, the Maynard Mash, um, which there was also another all women's tournament at Wells Branch in Pflugerville the same weekend. So, you know, obviously I wanted to play with the ladies, but my husband was out there playing in Maynard and I went and walked out there with him. And, you know, after the first nine holes, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm not playing in this tournament. <laughs> it's tough out there. The rugged Texas sure. golf. Well, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thanks again for coming on the show. Oh yeah. Thank, Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. And before we um, move along, I want to give a shout out to our Chick Station Chains, our local Chick Station Chains. We had Susie Barajas, I believe I said that right. She got a rec champion. And then Chloe yes. Foster moved up yes. to intermediate. And guess what? She's our intermediate champion. Woo, That's awesome. Chloe. Congratulations. Oh, so exciting. Awesome. All, right. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me. Just wanted to shout that out. Meredith had a blast playing with you on Saturday at Jack Brooks. And I look forward to our next tournament together. Yeah. Thank you right. so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. What do you got for two minutes tonight, Chris? Oh, we got a lot more than two minutes this evening. Okay. Besides this weekend be right being, back. yeah, you might as well go ahead and take a break. But besides yeah. this weekend being an incredible amount of golf, as Kimmy had said, 
Um, we did attend the, the Northside North Chain Gang. They're going to be having their votes coming up on November the 3rd. We're going to be having each one of the uh, members who are running for office. I believe it's going to be only for vice president, um, secretary, and for sergeant of arms are only the three positions and course are. Uh, those four positions are going to be open and there are uh, people running for each one of the offices. Currently AP uh, Anthony Perkins is running unopposed as the president, but those votes will be November the 3rd. I believe for one week we're going to be doing those votes. We're also going to be having all uh, offering to all of the people who are running. If y'all want to come on to the fling show uh, and and give your reasons why you you want to be uh, those in those positions for this cabinet, please feel free. We're all going to have those times for y'all to come on. We'll be getting a hold of each one of y'all individually. Um, Second, we want to also uh, just congratulate everybody who played in the Reg Division this weekend. Thank you all so much. We cannot have a tournament like this without participation. Uh, the participants that we had this weekend. We really, really appreciate it as a team. I know we all do. Um, it was great competition. I did not expect, I expected to see so many more trees hit, and we didn't see that. We really saw some really, really, really good golf. So thank you all for being there. Thank you for what you put on there. It was Fabulous time this weekend. Wonderful uh, weather as well. Uh, I want to thank Brian Trahan for stepping up and, and, and yeah, filming thanks, again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, David Froon, for coming in on the uh, the championship round and helping out there as well. We really appreciate everybody who steps up and helps, helps us behind the scenes, and we don't want to forget you. Thank you so much for that. Um, and my last part of this two minutes is going to be kind of a shout-out to Hemi and uh, I guess a little pat-out to myself on the back and the rest of this team. Uh, we've only been doing this six months, and in six months we've now crowned six champions of each division, from the Masters to the Females to the Juniors to the Advanced to the Intermediate and now the Rec Division. And in that time, this small little thing that we've been doing, we raised over $4,000 for these guys to play for in each division. And uh, I just... Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, shout out to Hemi and the job that the team has been doing. Thank you so much. Uh, other than that, also, this whole month, that uh, I just got pointed out that we uh, ended up getting over 20,000 views. Woo! Nice. In the last few, so sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that in this last two minutes. So thank you all that have helped this show progress like this and it's just been incredible and before i leave i'd be remiss if i didn't shout out to lsd disc and for their sponsorship over this weekend and also for their uh incredible disc that they're putting out that he's given us the yeah. first 50 off the press 25 of the uh what we're going to be having is a fling show fatty putter and then we're also going to be having our wabi sabi uh mid-range which y'all all have already had in your hands and throwing so uh, thank you so much travis for that uh, matter of fact, we have the mid-range right here. It's a, it's a gift for David, but uh, we are going to have them uh, done uh, artistically by David Forsell, putting those up for you folks, so look for those coming soon. What else you got, Dave? Oh, that's about it. Yeah, this is my blank canvas. We got a box, a couple of boxes of these, and uh, so I'm going to see what I can do with those here in the coming weeks. Got some busy, got some artwork to do. <clears throat> Anyway, no, this weekend was, was really fun. Um, it was great vibes all around. I enjoyed my time with these guys, 16 guys and a couple of friends here and there. And one of them, I guess after he got 
knocked out. I heard he made a valid, uh, valiant comeback um, talking about Travis. Anyway, I got to hang out with Travis, and then one of his buddies that I pretty much just met this weekend ends up taking down the bragging rights. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna be with that one for a while. So welcome, Jordan. Thanks for coming tonight, Jordan Kessner, the winner of the rec division. Yes, sir. Congratulations, Jordan. Show. Way to go, sir. Way to go, sir. That was awesome. Good playing. Yes, sir. Well, I've had the opportunity beforehand. I think I'm the only one here sitting at the table who's played with you before. You and I've been paired up in a couple minis as well. So uh, to be honest with you. With this bracket, we all had favorites, and somebody thought somebody was going to win. But I think, and you know as well as I do in the rec division, anybody can win on any given day. And I think you found that out this weekend. Uh, what did you think about the competition, the event, and the competitors that you faced in the finals? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, you know, you expect somebody not to play well and just to have a bad day. And I feel like from not just our card from, from the first round to the second round, it seemed like everybody brought it. Everybody wanted it. You know, it's not every day that uh, the reg division gets a chance to play for cash. And I think that that's that chance, well, A, and, and bragging rights, right? But I think that chance to just win it all a different style. Everybody came in uh, for the first time with a, a different mentality and it kind of showed and, um, I had somebody send me a message joking around about uh, Fernando, and uh, I got to tell you, he was probably my toughest competitor. I mean, Fernando showed up lights out. I I'm sitting there going back and forth. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm playing one of the best rounds I've ever played at, uh, at uh, Northside, and man, it came down to the last three or four holes, and, and uh, it just was incredible. I'm texting my friends the whole time while I'm playing and just – Going, this guy's playing lights out. What do I do? I can see the best round of my life. And I, you know, and, and so it went on to the next round with Jesus. And uh, it just, even in the uh, the championship round, I mean, such a different style of play. But but what makes it is all the competitors. Because I think everybody's ready and wants to play at intermediate, wants the bragging rights, or you wouldn't be playing in these tournaments. And uh, the fact that you had 16 guys that all, to me, could play intermediate, no problem, was it was a blast. It was a total blast. Thank you very much for having having us and putting that on. We couldn't do it without you. Yeah, thanks for playing. It was it was great watching the competition because uh, I watched you, I guess, in the, the end of the bracket, you know, the last part of it, and I watched your last two matches and uh, saw you kind of build momentum. But the funny thing was the very first match, um, they were talking about somebody made the comment, that's why they call it wreck when somebody missed the putt. And uh, I saw some putting woes early in the matches and uh, from you and, and, uh, and you cleaned it up, man. It's a good comeback way to bounce back from, you know, kind of losing your confidence to winning the trophy, you know, so putting your mental side. Um, yeah, definitely. That's what I saw from you. It was really a, a really good, solid mental approach to it. Yeah, definitely. I felt like if I could just play my game, um, you know, that I had a chance and, uh, Again, first round, I thought I played my best. I, I felt like I really didn't have it, but it started, you know, being down three after four holes to Jesus. I just was like, man, this is brutal. I the, the long, the long stretch. And Travis was like, just play your game. That's all you can do. Just play your game, you know, and uh, kind of did that. I think the next hole, uh, Jesus off the box hit a tree and I was like, okay, 
you know, you see a little gap, you see a window and just kind of built off that momentum and didn't feel like I had my best or played my best, to be honest with you, try to be consistent, try to just play smart, have good upshots, um, not do anything dumb and, and make some putts. And so um, been working a lot on my putting lately, trying to kind of step up. Um, Travis and I had a little bet on who would hit 900 first. And uh, I think for both of us, putting has been an issue. Um, and so been working hard on it. And I think it kind of paid off, especially at the end. Okay, I got a question about that last round when you talk about the strategy. Now it's changed to a skins match, and you already know that there's a little bit different because the first two rounds are match play. So now we're in the skins round. And now in the skins round, who draws first to tee off? You do. <laughs> and I'm just asking you, were there a little bit of nerves there? Because it seems to me that I find now that we've done this six times is that while people like to play confident and a little loose there seems to be some nerves built up in there and my follow-up to that is is talk about what it was like coming down to those last five or six holes especially the moment reef hit that shot um yeah you know it's uh you go onto a course you've never played before uh him he gave me some good advice he was like <laughs> i definitely play it before you it's like oh this is tomorrow what am i gonna do so i spent about 30 <laughs> 40 minutes walking the course. I, 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 you know, I went off of his layout, kind of visualized a shot, walked to the, to the, um, brought a putter just to mess around after at the end, but kind of just visualized what I would do having no clue and, and was hoping at least off the first box that I'd get to see somebody else throw and kind of know <laughs> what we're going to do. So when, when Hemi had, had me uh, first off the box on the first hole, uh, yeah. <laughs> There were jitters, to say the least, and uh, you could probably tell by the drive <laughs> that there were some jitters. So, um, you know, I, it, same way with, I think, hole two and hole three. Um, so, yeah, new course was a little nervous going in, and then you see other people kind of doing the same thing. I felt like, uh, let's be honest, I thought Judah was a little nervous. I thought Will was a little nervous. Um, yeah. I think it showed, and – I don't know if I fed off of that, but you saw, as I started kind of rough, I saw some others kind of missing some putts that they needed to make and other people still push, but mentally it said, okay, you know, I think everybody's kind of got the nerves and, and, and going into this. And so as time led on and we got in and we got going, I started selling in a little bit and uh, was put, I felt like I started pushing a lot and was like, okay, it seems like it's me and somebody else. That means I'm right there to kind of take one. Um, had a few decent drives where, where uh, had a 40, 50 foot run, close, didn't make it, ended up pushing, but just said, you know, I, I think I've got this and uh, ended up having a great drive the next hole and got three skins and went up and, you know, it was push, push, push. I, I think maybe one hole was one outright. Everything else was three or four at a time. So you kind of know that swings coming. Somebody's going to hit. I'm down three. You know, Will's got a great game and, and has a has a great shot. And uh, but also thought, okay, if Reef or uh, uh, Judah hits it, you know, that puts Judah at four, and there's still going to be three left, and that can tie. And so when we got into hole 18, but 15 on the card, um, everybody had a bad drive except Will. Right? It was a it was a three skin hole, um, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, whatever happens, push someone needs to push with them, just get something decent off the box and everybody kind of duffs it except except will and right then i kind of knew okay i'm in trouble you know I, and I, I think it affected my next shot because as i stepped up to throw a little mid-range all i thought to myself was just 
15 to 20 out and you're fine. 15 to 20 out and you're fine. And I threw it low and left it about 70 out. So um, <laughs> when, uh, when uh, Reef threw, Reef threw before me, throws pass and he ducks it again. So he's two now. He's probably 150 out. I throw my second one. I'm 70 out. Judah throws. He's got to be 100 out. So we're all okay, six. Okay, the trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're all 70 plus out for par, right? And uh, Will, you know, go, steps up, throws his about, it was to the right side where the trees and the shrubs were about 15 out from the basket. You could see he'd have to nestle in a little bit, but this was, this was Will's hole. And uh, I kind of looked at Reef and just said, you got to make it. You got to make it, you know? And I mean, just no expression throws it like just as a laser. Arms <laughs> you could throw from, I, I want to say 150 out. And I mean, it couldn't hit the basket any more center of the basket and chains. I mean, it was unbelievable. And of course, I, I uh, you know, I feel bad for Will. I jumping up and down kind of gave some screams and thought, okay, worst case, <laughs> you know, I got a chance. I got a chance. And then, uh, you know, you could see what it did to Will and it got in his head a little bit. And um, he ended up going, uh, um, I know he still went strong. I know he. Did he go strong side? I think it went strong side, but he ended up with the chain out at 15. And uh, it went to it went to Reef. And what can I say? I mean, I hate yeah. I hate seeing it, but right then I knew, okay, don't do anything dumb and, and you got it in the back. Yeah, that was it. <clears throat> Thank you, Reef. How do you feel back on the topic of nerves? How was the experience of having, you know, two old guys walking around? filming you on Facebook. <laughs> I loved it. You know, that that made it, um, we don't get that. You know, we never get that. And, and I'll be honest, um, it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. I, I felt like it calmed me down towards the end. It was like having a, so Treg, Travis, and Kyle and I, I mean, if I don't think you can talk more smack to each other and, and uh, owe each other more in losses than we all owe each other because <laughs> we bet <laughs> of it but nobody ends up paying each other but we you know we sit there and we go back and forth and there's always someone in your ear to be honest with you and and it's not the you know we get mad at each other but that's I felt like that's what it was and and y'all were back there I kind of had you tuned out like I have to tune them out and um <laughs> you know, it, it honestly didn't bother me and when you threw a good shot you know I'll be honest it kind of it, it you built on it with, with you guys there now I, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, take a moment to let you impart some wisdom upon the next people who play in match play, because as you know, we have kind of, as we've gone through all these match plays, we've seen scenarios come and go. We try to impart that before we start the tournament. You ended up having a, a part in that as well on the last hole, not quite understanding what was kind of going on. So can you kind of give, your thoughts about a what you were thinking then and b once you find out where you were and what you should have done yeah you know i in my head you think you know the game i, I read the rules i probably went over them once a day for the week just to go okay what are you missing some strategies and um understood everything so i so i thought and on the last hole i thought to myself all you got to do is push right you don't need to win nobody needs if anybody wins outright other than Will, I'm in good shape. And, and um, I kind of shanked one out to the right. I had, the, I had distance on it, but, you know, 100 or so out. 
And Will kind of did the same thing. And all I kept telling myself was, if you birdie, if you drill this thing, you push it, right? It's over. You're walking away with the victory. And, you know, I just assumed it was over and not thinking about the part, well, they still got a chance on a push. What are you doing? And so I stepped up there and trying to drain it from 100 out thinking this was the best way to seal my fate and almost cost myself a lot of heartache, um, not realizing that push would have carried Will over to me in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different style. You know, your mindset, um, especially with testosterone, is I always want to go for it, right? Laying up is probably the hardest thing uh, for, for a lot of people to do. And so you just – you want to win, you want to go for it. But, yeah, I almost cost my, could have cost myself the tournament by a dumb, uh, dumb move. Well, yeah, it was great play. It was smart play. It was fun to watch. I got to watch your last two rounds. Great getting to know you too. And and uh, I know you mentioned uh, doing some filming with us, and that that'd be incredible. We'd love to absolutely. Let me know. We'd like to get this stuff. We're going to be doing this uh, uh, this bazaar uh, coming up at the end of uh, the month on Halloween, and uh, we're going to try to film as many shots as we can on that. It's an ace race, so awesome. Fun event for the family, so you're welcome to come to that. But great Absolutely. play, great getting to know, to know you, and congratulations once again. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for spending the time. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you so much, guys. Great job. Our new Wall of Famer right there. That's Mr. Jordan Kastner, number six, six on the Wall of Fame of the Fling Show. Congratulations, sir. Well played. Yeah. I look forward to you and I playing another round again as well. Absolutely. 2020 is not so bad. Thanks, guys. You right. bet. All right. Thanks, Thanks sir. Man. I knew that there were some parts of that that we hadn't seen before and literally I remember when he shot well, that say, shot tell me the scenario again. okay what ended up happening there the carryover was enough on that last hole that if there was still a push there were still enough carryovers that Will would have tied would have Travis tied going into the he, final two holes well yeah well no going to the final hole final hole the last hole had Will made that shot and won that hole he would have tied Travis and Skins and then they would have played off of first place. So Will yeah, needed was, Judah to win that hole outright and then force Travis and I mean force Will to make it. Because if if he would have pushed him, then those holes still carry over. They would have had to play it out because there was enough holes to f affect mm -hmm. first, second, and then there was enough holes obviously to affect affect second and third as well. And it would actually would affect all of them. They all would have played continuously, mm -hmm. but only Will and and uh, Jordan would have been playing for first and second. Yeah. Although second, third, fourth would have all sudden been up for grabs had he hit that and pushed that hole. Yeah. And he didn't realize that going in. I was like, dude, you just need to let Judah win this hole and you win. And he didn't think about that. And I told him after the shot because just to be fair to everyone, I don't try to play favors to anybody. So I did tell him after the shot, you know, you have to do your mathematics. So really kind of think about those things moving forward. But anyway, yeah. it was exciting. It was awesome. That shot reef hit. I almost came on my shoes. He was having a terrible day. He felt awful. And when he hit that thing, I think we all yelled and screamed. It yeah, it was incredible. kind of it was the kind of shot like if, if you just built a basket and you're gonna see you're gonna see how much it'll take. <laughs> it was like as hard as you can throw a disc. Amen I mean, to that. It was such a cool moment. You and and you know um, to be, you know, for Reef for, to have that moment 
he needed it, man. He oh, was yeah. having a rough day, you know. Rough he day. was he was blue, yeah. and uh, I hope he had fun, man. I hope he had fun. Reef. I agree with Jordan, uh, Jordan's assessment about um, Judah. Also, I got to do Judah's almost every one of his. I did do every one of his matches, and his putting. And I told you, I think I said that at the beginning of the round was really really solid. Mm -hmm. But you did see him hit basket deceleration, after basket, man. Decelerating. And that's basket. the thing. That's the thing I, I saw over and over was it coming nose down, you know, just a couple inches low. Mm -hmm. And and then a couple of even, you know, really decelerated ones that missed everything from in close. I saw a lot of that. Yeah. But it did get cleaned up until that whole, until the 18 when he missed that putt. And that would have pushed it. Yep. And that was that was deadly. Yeah, know? that was it. That was but it. It's so exciting that. to watch. I'm telling you, I watched seven rounds of golf <laughs> yesterday, I think. <laughs> After walking three rounds of golf ourselves. Yeah. Well, all right, before we close the show, we have an incredible event that's going to be coming up. I know Hemi's been uh, reiterating this uh, about the, uh, our, we're calling it the Fling Halloween. And uh, it's going to be December 31st at Woods Edge Church. Uh, October 31st. October 31st. Um, so, December, you said? Yeah, we pushed it back to December. Yeah, we did. Halloween's actually December this year, folks, just because of COVID, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll let him what tell else you the happen, details. You know? The details of the event go as follows. Well, we've got just signed on for one of our vendors uh, is Sue Mac, Susan uh, Macalusa. She's going to be there with her tie-dye stuff and my favorite towels, which I haven't had one in a while. I need, I need to restock. And uh, so that's them everywhere. And Nate will be there, and uh, I think we talked to uh, Jay and Lucky Ace Discs will be there. And you know, I wanted to mention them earlier too because we saw so much of their product everywhere. You know, it's really good to see shirts everywhere. Uh, congrats on you know on the success of the local campaign there, Jay. You're doing great, man. You're killing it with your vibe, man. We appreciate what you do. And look forward to working with you. Um, so, yeah, it's an ace race. It's $10. Half of it goes to charity. The other half goes to pay out the people that hit the aces. And uh, we'll also have uh, people, we want you to bring your homemade basket and dress it up for Halloween. Or create something weird, and then maybe you'll get worst catcher. We, we're going to have prizes, and uh, I'm making some trophies for this. <laughs> and they're, they're these wire sculptures that are going to be the... I'm, I'm going to do three. So it's going to be best in show for the homemade basket. Uh, best catcher. And I'm thinking like weirdest yeah. is a good category. Anyway, so that's that. Come we've on got, out. We've got five baskets already counted for. We're looking for four more. Um, so anyone who's interested in decorating a basket or has a basket they'd like to go Chris, ahead and... Uh, Chris Fennell's doing one. Okay, so now them. we got three. Yeah. So we need three now. So we got three baskets that we need someone to step up and decorate for us. Please get a hold of myself, Hemi, or Meredith, or Matt, and uh, we'll get you the if, details about when we're going to need them because I do believe that we're going to be teeing off. Our first tee time is going to be at 10 o'clock, and we will run probably till about 4.35 o'clock. This should be a quick. These are all ace run holes. Mm -hmm. These are play all as many times as you want. You yes. know, you know, pay extra, but you know, you still play get to play. Kids are you know, free to a again, certain play age. Twice. Yes. You know, if you need to, and mm -hmm. and we'll have a family uh, package deal, and uh, so it'll be very affordable for families. We're hoping that you bring your kids and 
have some fun. I'm going to bring my boys. And, and we're going to donate discs to the church. So they're going to have the discs for the kids to play at the church. Because what we've heard is there's over 6,000 members from Tim Martin. Mm -hmm. And I believe Tim Martin and Ken Bosch are both members of that church. Thank you all so much. Yeah. Especially Mr. Martin for getting us into the church itself. Yeah. It's going to be a beautiful piece of property. Good fun day. Uh, we're going to try to get some treats for the kids as well. So y'all come on out, tea times. Uh, we'll have all that information being posted here on the Flink Show, and we'll spread the word for everyone uh, here shortly. Mm -hmm. And there will be lessons too. There are little quick tips on how to throw. Right Meredith's going to help pros. us out. Matt's going to help us out. From the two pros here. Um, Not from the rack. Trying to steer people away from Chris on that. I can teach you how to hit trees and miss putts <laughs> to the left. No, Chris got good form. He can throw a disc. <laughs> so that's that's the fling Halloween. That's what we're calling it. It's the fling Halloween this year. Now my two baskets are coming along, and I realized that you know, looking at the preview there, um, it's I actually did. I didn't think I was going to do both, and now there's going to be an eyeball and a giant pumpkin. The pumpkin's gonna be incredible. It looks like an engineering piece of work of art. Thing is ginormous. It's in his garage and takes up half of it. He got the parts from like 15 different things that he just couldn't throw away. It's going to be amazing. Trust me. Uh, Y'all gotta <laughs> hey, come out neighbor. just to, just to see the basket. You gotta come see this thing. My neighbor, I was getting in the car, to come here, and he's like, "Where's the pumpkin?" He's <laughs> like. He wants to play. He goes, can I play on it anytime once you get it set up? I'm like, yeah, I'll have putters in there. Come on and play. He wants to set up a course, <laughs> a sculpture course in my neighborhood. But well, anyway, we're looking forward to that and yeah. and hope we have some fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to run at it. I'll be throwing my 10 bucks in. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, but, yeah. before we leave tonight, we want to thank everybody, especially the significant others of the Fling Show, yeah. all the wives, the husbands. Thank you all, yeah. all so much for your support. We couldn't do it without you, and we love you. Thank you so much, uh, and everyone have a good night. Peace. Peace.